previously on the lineage of Moonreach. So I was started out floating in the sky, and that was terrifying. And then I somehow came back down, and I was hiding in the shadows, and then people... Like, all my people were talking with Kelsifer, and while they were talking, Kelsifer killed Mori all of a sudden, and then it was, oh gosh, I was terrible. And then I found this weird brick thing, and Willem was able to get in through a hole, and then he killed Kelsifer for the second time, so now Kelsifer is doubly dead, but I'm sure he's not all the way dead. And then we got out of there through a weird passageway into Moonreach, and then Tomar went and found his dad's shop or something, and I think he had, like, a really cool moment, but, uh, we were just kind of waiting for him. But then, um, we saw these people who I don't know, but they seem to know who they are, and, um, they seem really excited, and I'm excited to meet them, so, yeah, we're in the city, meeting new friends, it's gonna be awesome. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Alright, welcome to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. <laughs> we are now a Backstreet Boys bad impersonation podcast, and yeah. uh, if you couldn't tell, but uh, yeah, we are a Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth, and around the table, we have our players. I'm Tomas, I play Tomar. I'm Elijah, and I play Hurstag. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. And that's right. Each week, we record this for your listening pleasure, and then we uh, deal it out to you guys. You get this hot pipe mass of beautiful, <laughs> sonorous sounds. Enjoy our hot pipe. Hot slam. We got a hot slam here. Get your hot slam. This is the hottest podcast on the market today. It's a hot cast. But don't sue us if you get burned. I looked up recent podcast <laughs> stats, and apparently... There was, there's never been more podcasts in this past year, but only 18% of them kept making episodes really? of all podcasts. Wow. So we and we are one them. of those. So suck on that. We're either good. We made the top 18%. Woo! Yay! Yeah, one of us. That's not quite the presidential award, yeah. but... I mean... We're either good or we're stubborn. Best I ever won. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that lends itself to uh, goodness is stubbornness, because those people that, that don't do it... The only thing I ever won oh, that no. was worth any shit was my fifth grade Halloween costume contest. What were you? I was a shitty Frankenstein. <laughs> no. Was that, was that oh, the theme? That was I'm cute. shitty Frankenstein. No, I had this fucking like plush uh, Frankenstein mask oh, like from Goodwill. Tomas, that's Frankenstein's monster, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everyone knows that Frankenstein's monster called him Frank Jr., so <laughs> suck on that. Um, but I, my costume wasn't what sold Frank it. Two. What sold it was that I had like a little shuffle, like I had like a leg that was kind of busted, and I pretended like I had a busted leg, and everyone was all like, oh, he's committed. They just <laughs> thought, method. They were just taking pity on you because they're like, oh no, that kid. 
<laughs> oh, he's got a he's got a bit of a hobble. Well, if that's how you win pumpkins, then <laughs> you want a pumpkin life hack. Yeah, a pumpkin was it gold? That's a shitty gift. It was Halloween. Did you carve? You it? want a pumpkin? Those are like two dollars, Tomas. Yeah, you got hustled. We didn't yeah. have. We didn't have two dollars. That's why I had a Goodwill mask. But adjust, <laughs> adjusted for inflation, that's thirty two dollars. Oh man. So, I mean, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that was a steal was in nineteen ninety six. It was bigger than me. So did you? Oh. So like collectively. So did you carve it? No. What I think do you we do like with threw it? it away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ate well for months. <laughs> I'm sick of pumpkin soup. So if there was a pumpkin that was bigger, bigger than, than an eight year old. Yeah. I would crawl inside the pumpkin. Oh man. Well, That'd you did gross stuff. You're all about gross stuff as a child. Well, that was still. like your thing, Tomas and the giant pumpkin, the lesser known <laughs> James and the giant peach. Oh. Yeah. Kind of spin off. Road doll. Yeah. The Charlie Brown music still playing the piano stuff, and it's just <laughs> me <laughs> dancing <laughs> instead, and it's sad. <laughs> I imagine you dancing like a Peanuts character. Yeah. yeah. Linus. And then occasionally, like, twerking. I imagine your hair doing kind of like a little flop. Oh, I gotta grow yeah. it out again and then do that. Yeah, when you do this. <laughs> Bonus content. <laughs> Growing your hair out. <laughs> Watching yeah. Tomas' hair grow. We got a camera on it yeah. 24-7. On Patreon. Yeah, I just post a new picture every day of just my hair. Like, play, from the it's like that uh, I that take a picture every day bro. thing. Yeah. It's just your hair. Speaking of Patreon, sign up for our Patreon. Yeah, sign up for our Patreon, you fucking patrons. Yeah. That's a bad segue into saying we just recently made it not explicit on the Patreon. Fuck you. So anyone can join. Turned out it was like a whole rigmarole. I had to like email somebody to change it. What are the. Yeah, what? What are the rules here? What'd you sign us up for? We can no longer. Say cunt? Take pictures of our buttholes. Oh, sweet. Sorry, Wait, Dan. You mean him? I gave up we taking pictures of my We can't post them, or we can't take them at all. Well, we're, <laughs> you signed. I mean, form, when you clock we're contractually out. obligated to send Dan our butthole. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, if we have to, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, we can style twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Yeah. Origami butt butthole. Do you think he can tell our buttholes apart yet? Ooh. I don't know. In the in the comments, Dan, let us know if you can tell the difference between Now I'm curious to what everyone's buttholes look like and if I can I'm tell not. by looking at your, your faces. I, I have, bet I could I bet I could recognize Like from a buttholes. lineup. You're, good, yeah. you're, you're, like, you're the you're the buttle whisper. You're the buttle whisperer. <laughs> buttle? Buttle. 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 I just have a feeling that I could. <laughs> You don't even recognize your own. Or are we <laughs> not, so are we not allowed to discuss buttholes now? No, I think explicit is like a very specific, like if it's going to be like very, very like you're going to have, If correct me if I'm wrong, but like pornographic images. Yeah. And I think, and there's a lot of that shit on Patreon. There'll be the really? not safe for work uh, cosplayers that do like nude calendars and shit like yeah. that. So we're, oh, not yeah, that. we're not that. Yeah. We're okay. just, we're like, I can still say, that. I can still calendars? say damn shit, fuck cunt. Right. Well, we will continue to. Oh, <laughs> fuck. We're going to lose our patrons. <laughs> Guys, if you're supporting us and you don't like it when I say damn shit, fuck, cunt, bitch, give me more money and maybe I'll think about stopping. Yeah. Pay us to talk nicer. I will it's talk to you. a classic hostage situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here we go back to that again. <laughs> <laughs> that old chestnut. Yeah. Uh. Whoops, is, we kidnapped someone. Is Seth still our hostage? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eternally, yes. Unfortunately. Wait, where are your handcuffs? Uh, what? 
Oh, I, they were like hurt my wrist, so I like got rid of them for rope. Just get, the ro- get the rope. <laughs> he did a Gerald's game to get out. <laughs> <laughs> He's biting me. He's biting me. <laughs> okay, right. let's do this around the campfire. Question. Hype. Yeah, get hyped. Nick, okay. You have to feel this. Burr. I know. My <laughs> hands are like this. For some reason, sticky. Mine are too. <laughs> Cold and sticky. I don't know. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Just like my Were you in a pumpkin recently? What are your hands like? <laughs> Not really? a pumpkin. Dry. Perfect. <laughs> dry and skin feeling. Wow. Just oh. sitting on that high horse. <laughs> <laughs> Billy has regular skin, guys. I can't he has hear you. Perfect hand. I can't hear you all the way up here in Normalville. <laughs> and hates everyone else's hands. Sorry, I don't speak vagabond. <laughs> What's that? It's vagabond. Vagisil. <laughs> Brought um, to you by Vagisil. <laughs> yeah, we're looking for that Vagisil sponsorship. Mr. Hungryman is going to be so pissed at you. <laughs> Mr. Hungryman. <laughs> all right. Around the campfire question. Your voice keeps getting high. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows the guys with the highest voices are the coolest and the sexiest. So anyway, here's our next question. Um, uh, so this around the campfire question is if you could go back in time and change just one thing about your past, what would it be? Herstag. I immediately thought of that Cher song. That's Cher, right? Yep. Yes. It's Cher. <laughs> Do you believe in love and love? Yep, that's the one. Yep. <laughs> no, it's that. I hate that song. If I can turn back yeah, no, we know. time. Yeah, we, we all knew. <laughs> we know. <laughs> well. I got you, babe. All right. Her stay. Um, going to have to get a little bit serious this question. Boo! Sorry. Just kidding. You're not <laughs> here. I know. Um, Get out of my confessional. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, my priest? Well, I would um, I would have probably went with uh, Glode and helped her uh, defend Moonreach because there's a good chance that that battle would have gone very differently if I'd joined in um i just kind of stayed behind wait a sec glowed mm-hmm. went to moonreach yep you're not here <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my confessional <laughs> <laughs> let me talk to the mtv people <laughs> gorble if you could change one thing go back in time and change just one detail of your past what would it be i try to live without regrets. Full stop. But, (laughs) yeah, it would probably be not dating Lila. That was was a bad call on my part. Could have seen that that one coming. (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's probably the one. All right. Pinwin. You always come to me when I'm not ready. (laughs) You were the third one. I was ready at first, but then I you thought about come it to more. Me third, <laughs> when I'm oh. not ready. That's specifically when I'm not ready. You know no. this. I gave you my zodiac calendar. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, 
it's a really hard question. And there's like, so, okay, so, I mean, surface level, first thing that came to mind. One thing, Penguin. <laughs> can it be a tie of a Sure, thing? as long as it's quick. Okay. All right, so, <laughs> yeah, remember when we went on that one adventure and then we forgot to rant? And then everyone like almost died from there. And then we went in another plane. And then I didn't know if he was alive. So, yeah, that never separating from Durant, and then doing it again because we <laughs> did it again. Because I really love Durant and I miss him a lot. And we've been together through a lot. And yeah, I don't know. I want us to be together again. But um. So that's one thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it was tied with... Uh, it's a kind of thing, because it's not necessarily a regret. But when my when my dad passed away, um, it got really... I don't know. I felt guilty for not being there right away. And, and for not being there when my dad was in his last few days. That was hard. But... Um, at the same time, he, I know he would have wanted me to do what I love and adventure, and so. So would you have changed it? I don't think so, <laughs> but I don't. But I don't know. I can't decide. It's right in between, you know. <laughs> I, I think I know. So the shooting the innocent girl thing <laughs> is that just a not regret? Casualties of love and war. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That is ice cold, Pinwin. We were shopping. She was healed. It we got fine. It got fine. <laughs> eventually. It was fine eventually. Accidents happen. Victimless crime. <laughs> Willem, one thing you would change about your past. One thing. <clears throat> I only got the one. Pinwin, you lost your opportunity. No, what if that girl, like, comes back for me with, like, a deadly vengeance, like, makes it her life mission to kill me? I'm so sorry, but I have to say this or I'll forget it. When I was first playing Skyrim, I was, uh, I was, like, going and I, un I like, saved and I came back to it. And when I came back from my save, a group of bounty hunters was coming after me. Eventually, I killed them in a cool, like, Mel Gibson Patriot scenario. But... When I found the note of the person who had put the hit out on me, it was a, the little girl from Whiterun that was just like hanging around. I don't know what happened, but a little girl put a hit out on me. Oh, so dang. I yeah. didn't know that could happen. Yes. So she is after me. It's, it's possible. <laughs> no, Pinwin. Sorry. I was just left very badly disfigured. <laughs> Laughed the girl. <laughs> All right, Willem. One thing. I would have never separated from the group in Ravenmore. Full stop. <laughs> wow, that was fast. <laughs> You're efficient. How dare you call him efficient? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a burdent. <laughs> He's a fish man, not a fish <laughs> He's a fish uncle. Um, <laughs> Tomar. Um, One regret. Getting swept in the adventure and the fun at first of going to find work rag. Um, Maria had got me all hyped 
on the idea of finding our home and I listened to her and then I led her to the Beldrock and here we are. I just realized whenever Beldrock is mentioned, I've just been thinking bedrock, like Flintstones. <laughs> We're going back. I've been back. thinking Fraggle Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that's it for campfire questions. Should we uh, roll on into this bad boy? All right. So Tomar had just emerged from his father's shop into the road and that's when you guys were approached by a group of individuals young mostly young um, young adults of different races and you guys recognize them those of you from Moonreach as some of the children that helped you defend the city the, the village all those years ago and but the uh, odd man out was the haggard and worn out looking form of Fennec the stable hand and sometimes um, Saddlemaker, who the last you guys knew when you were leaving Moonreach's children, when you saw it for the very last time, he was lying dead on the ground. Now he's riddled with what looks to be arrow and sword wounds and uh, doesn't seem to be dead. So, here we are. <clears throat> Fennec, is that you? I... Uh, I've been told that my name is Fennec, but uh, I, I don't remember. I've been over this many times with, uh, with these here. I suppose this is a very interesting uh, encounter for you. I mean, we've already seen something similar to this, so it's not exactly. Yeah, like we won't waste your you time. You were dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, last time we saw you were lousy with arrows. So, I mean. Well, that'll make we've, been, we've been on quite the journey already, so... Yeah, welcome back. We're, that'll make this much easier, then. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess... <clears throat> Do you, would you I like guess to I don't more? get any backstory Go here. Go for it. Get some. Do the gorble. <laughs> get some. Threaten the children. Threaten the children. Who brought you back to life? What? What's the dealio? Were you really <laughs> dead? Uh, were you just healed? Well, Other questions? Well, first and foremost, it's very nice to see all of you again. Oh, How yes. How do you know? It's good to see you alive and well. You said you don't remember anything. I don't remember much, but I do remember a, uh, you all hmm. embedded in my memory somewhere as children. Um, you remember me? I don't remember you. <laughs> okay, just take it with. Yeah. Some of you are unfamiliar. That checks out. But those He's of you, <laughs> there are a few of you that I do remember, but I don't know your names. But it's funny that you should ask because I don't remember who who raised me, I who raised me from the dead. I remember being lost in a in a cloud of nothingness, and then a bright green light, and then being brought back. You sure the light was green? It wasn't red. It was not red. It was green. I sheathed my dagger. <laughs> <laughs> um, Could have been a druid. May have been. We have seen we've seen a druid. And I side eye her stag. Bring someone back to life, but they came out a different species. Well, I don't know if I'm a different species. I I feel like I might be the same. Uh, you seem to recognize me. And these wounds, they just won't heal. And he holds his arms out and stuff like that. And the, he's got a bunch of, like, as I mentioned, like lots of wounds in his skin. They don't 
bleed out. In fact, I don't bleed at all, but mm. they, uh, they, they don't heal no matter how many potions or healings I have had. <clears throat> Unsheath my dagger. How does? How does <laughs> how, do, how can you describe these um, wounds? Oh, so yeah, like what they look like. They're they look like open cuts. They look as if somebody, what you might see. So uh, these wounds that they they appear as though like you would imagine if somebody had freshly been stabbed or shot. Except there's no blood coming out of them. They are very much open and unhealed, but there is no blood coming out. In fact, you look at him, and he looks a little bit... Like a Zambo? Sort of, but you've never seen a, an undead really... Uh, or a zombie hmm. can I, act like this. Is there anything I can do to see if he is actually alive? Or if um, he's undead? Um, you could do an arcana check, if you would like. I'm, I'd like. Can we see if he's a baddie? <laughs> yeah, roll, roll for baddie radar. <laughs> you can do an insight check, if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, eight, eight. Um, <laughs> you're. It's you, she it's said hard with to confidence. tell. <laughs> it's hard to tell what's going on here. Doesn't sound like anything that you're aware of magically. Can her stag roll a medicine check? Sure. And would you get Pinwin for your insight check? Basically, seems like a good guy. Okay. He seemed exactly at face value. <laughs> 19. 19 for a medicine check. Yeah, there. you don't see any blood clots, no blood collected. Those are open wounds that just haven't healed, and it doesn't look like there's any blood going to them. He. They look fresh. They look fresh. They don't look rotted? They don't look rotted, no. They just look as though it's a, it's a very bizarre thing. You've never seen anything quite like this. They... Ju- it's almost as if his body was made that way. What's going on with the city here? There's soldiers outside. <laughs> we dealt with a whole squadron of them in the Midland Wilds. Well, I'll be honest. We were getting ready to uh, combat them. We were, we were actually uh, getting rallying our troops here to, to take them on. And uh, then this magical barrier appeared. You didn't create the bubble? No, we didn't do this. We don't know who did it. We're not sure if we're supposed to stay in or if it's supposed to keep people out. How long have you been in here? A few days. So you weren't staying in Moonreach? We were staying in Moonreach, yes. The magical barrier... Why were you staying in Moonreach? It got destroyed. We've been rebuilding it. And you can see that now that he mentions that, off in the distance, this part seemed largely untouched as it was during the battle, but further out towards the edge of the village, a lot of the buildings have been reconstructed, and not very recently either. It looks as though people have been living here for a little while. How come we haven't heard about Moonreach being resettled? We've been keeping a little bit more to ourselves and uh, trying to stay out of uh, the focus of the of the council and the others ever since what they did here all those years ago. We've... Uh, any any uh, soldiers up until recently that we've encountered we've killed. Who's leading you? Uh, really, it's it's Cork here, and uh, you guys oh, rem- <clears throat> you guys remember Cork, the basically the leader of the little kids back in the day, who was the most like ardent and and uh, and uh, 
dominant, I guess, of the of those children and very very pro protecting the village. Um, he's now grown some, the little half elf boy uh, that you remember with his dark hair and his oversized ears. His ears are still oversized, but now um, on the cusp of manhood, he is. Uh, he seems like he's grown into his him himself a little bit more. Um, he's got a very confident look about him and almost a hardened look to his face and his and his uh, features. But so do the other children, and uh, Smoochie. Um, they all seem to be staring at you specifically. Anytime you move in one direction or another, and their eyes soften when they see you, as if they're like waiting to interact with you. Smoochie's just kind of smiling back at him, looking him all over. Just happy to see him. Very nice. Cork kind of. Uh, he steps forward and kind of speaks up. He's still keeping his distance because of kind of the... It seems like a tense situation still on the outside. Um, and he looks over at you guys. And he seems to direct a lot of his statements to Smoochie, uh, who, you know, pretty much trained him when he was a, when he was a child. Um, and he, he kind of waves his hand around. Well, here, here's how everything's kind of happening. We've, we've been noticing lately that there's been some some night ambushes around the town. They've been trying to sneak in. Luckily, we've been keeping good order and guard around here, but it's, uh, it's increased in ferocity. In the last year or two, we haven't seen anything. And if we did, it was just small units passing by. Um, nobody worth really bothering over. Of course, we'd kill them because Rothians deserve to die. But now... The Vildalinian soldiers have joined them. We're not sure what's going on. We we haven't traveled much outside of the town, but we're uh, we're concerned, especially once this magical barrier appeared a few days ago. Have you sent anyone to test the barrier? Uh, yeah, we did. We uh, we we found that anything that interacts with it, um, we haven't put any organic matter against it, but or any any magical effects to it, but any physical objects we've pressed against it have been instantly charred. Do you have like? Like a cat or something. <gasps> um, I saw a goat earlier, I think last night, but um, I don't know how it got in, but it's definitely not here anymore. But no, we um, most of our livestock is actually on the outskirts um, outside of this barrier. So we're, we're thinking that maybe it's some sort of siege because uh, if we don't figure this out, we might eventually starve. We've got enough uh, stores of food for probably a few weeks, but... It can't last much longer than that. Well, if you're willing to evacuate, we know a way out of the city, and we could get you to safety. We're not going to evacuate our home. Well, if this barrier... If worse comes to worse, we know a way out. If this barrier is like you say, and it chars everything, let's say whoever conjured it just... Sucks it in a little bit at a time. You're not going to have a home anymore to defend. Well, then we'll die defending what little home we have left. I thought you guys would all understand that. Stop being stupid, boy. Like, we know better than anyone home is how to leave a village. Yes, I know. You guys left and we stayed behind. Okay. Home is what you make of it. Home is where you make them. <laughs> I like to see. <laughs> yeah, you know where I'm going with that. Um, All right. I, yes, you stayed behind, 
Yes, our but, home. But we moved beyond and have been fighting these people this whole time. We haven't been hiding. We've been rebuilding. We've been hiding from a much larger force. All that work. Do you expect us to just go fight a large force with our tiny amount of people here? That's what we did. We've. It's much easier to defend. All that's very. It's very honorable what you're doing, and we appreciate that. We recognize that. We didn't leave Moonreach to abandon it. We are trying to get to the bottom of the greater issue. Otherwise, people are just going to keep coming and they're going to keep destroying what you rebuild. Well, it's interesting that you guys are here considering everything I've heard about the wolves. That's what you guys call yourselves, right? The wolves. Everything I've heard about you guys since you left has been bad. You oh, guys you have been raising towns to the ground. The smear campaign. Smear campaign? Propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Be Penguin cool says. about fire safety, <laughs> man. The council is out to get us, and they're out to destroy our name. We don't need to prove ourselves to you. We're here to help if you want yeah, it. Yeah, you're coming on kind of aggressive. Well, I'm sorry. If we can get in here, that doesn't anyone sound can get like a here. genuine sorry. That sounds like a, I'm sorry. You're just see? talking about how you're concerned that you're starving. If things are that bad, you need to consider <laughs> evacuating the city. We won't evacuate. All right. Can we so see the mayor's house starve. from here? You're not defending anything if you starve to death here. That's fine. Then we'll die defending the town. That isn't Sounds good. defending it. Let them be. We're not here to change people's hearts or minds right now. You can it, see the mayor's house. Uh, it's looks like it's been kind of made into a barracks of sorts. Okay. There's a, there's a barricade put up in front of it with uh, some razor wire uh, put up kind of around the perimeter of it. It seems to be a hub of some kind. Okay. I'm going to put my hand on the shoulder of Cork. He kind of recoils. Boy, you've done a good job here. Why are you all calling me boy? Who's in charge here? I'm in charge here. You're running the show. I'm running the show. Sounds good. Where's your munitions? Munitions? Mm-hmm. You're defending. What are you going to defend it with, boy? We've got a cache of weapons, which, based on my general feeling about this situation, I don't think we're entirely comfortable sharing that with you. Why are you guys even here if you're just going to try to convince us to leave the town? You what did stay, you come here for? You can stay here if you want. We came here to rescue Moonreach. And you plan on doing that how? If you're like, telling us to leave to leave the town that's gonna, not going to rescue stay anything. Here. I feel like we're really hung up on the leaving part. You can stay here if you want. I give no fucks whatsoever. Do you, do you What's have it? the sense that we abandoned you or something? Yes. You guys left us after we all defended it together. You guys left. We. You said you were coming back, and you guys never did. Until we're now. back! There Hi. was plenty of opportunity for you guys to come back, or were you too busy destroying villages and towns? If you heard that the, yeah. we were around, then you could have sought us out in the first place. Yeah, sounds like you were keeping tabs on us. Here's you what you we need were. to understand. It's the people that make a place. We, we know more about how this place was even founded. This is just a shell of what it used to be. It's just a place. 
You can keep. And being if you bitter. die defending this random place, you're a fool, and you don't deserve our help. But we're here to help you because we knew you were here. That goat, that was me, <laughs> baby. <laughs> now, if you're not, Mind if you're free. interested in just dying as a blip like nothing, then you dishonor the town anyway. But if you want to actually fight and defend, then join us, and we'll destroy the soldiers, and we'll take it directly to the council. Roll um, persuasion at advantage. Yeah, those were both bad. Wow. What'd Pork. you get? Five and six. He's mm. he's still a little... He looks heated under his skin. Like, he looks like he is controlling in anger. Cork, Tomar is right. It's not the Whoa. town... <laughs> Sorry, go on. And don't tell anybody I said <laughs> that. Um, I heard it. <laughs> it Cork isn't. seems unimpressed. <laughs> know where you left your humor <laughs> but it isn't the town that that makes us who we are I'm, it's the bond between all of us and we're fighting to defend you we're fighting to defend each other we're not fighting to save a piece of land as much as I would like to that's not that's not what's most important and also by the way much bigger fish to fry because a lot more than just Moonreach is in danger. Give me a roll at advantage and Tomar, you can help. We've built our own home. Um, that's a lot better. 16. We built our own home with all these towns that have been destroyed. There's been refugees and we want them to keep their culture. That's what makes a home a home. And they've been welcomed in our doors, and we're we're coming together as a people, and that's what we need to stop this. What did you get? Thirty. Well, oh, <laughs> he seems a, he seems mildly persuaded by what you guys are now saying. Um, he 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 definitely the tension kind of leaves his shoulders. He kind of relaxes a little bit. His uh, you can tell that maybe. It's, it seems pretty evident that he's been used to having to call the shots for a lot of people and make a lot of hard decisions and protecting his people. So hearing that there's bigger fish to fry seems to kind of relax him a bit. But he doesn't say anything. While they're all talking, I kind of make my way behind Fennec, and I just kind of try to put one of my fingers in one of the holes. Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, give me a sleight of hand. Ew. <laughs> That is 28. 28. Um, so you slowly put one of your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and then a buzzer goes off and his <laughs> nose flashes red. <laughs> um, and before he notices, you're able to, you know, get your finger in there. It seems dry. But then he notice, he looks down at you. <sighs> what are you doing? Nothing. You okay? As I stated, yes, I'm all right. Okay. I just, I just look off in the distance, like I don't know, <laughs> like nothing's happening. <laughs> yep. Just a friendly wound poking. <laughs> That's all. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Looks like you got a hole there. <laughs> got a bunch of holes in you. Why don't you uh, head on home, do a bunch of cocaine about it? <laughs> hole cane. 
Or Negative 10 experience. No. <laughs> really, you could use them for storage. Let's just have some stuff in there. Just got extra pockets. pockets. Yeah. Got some berries. Man. Coins. Got like a fucking 40 packs of cigarettes just hanging inside you, <laughs> Fennec. Cork, what stories have you heard about the wolves of Moonreach? Well, mostly that you guys are much more concerned with creating chaos and destruction. Have than you heard about me? I've heard little, but I have heard that you are that I've running been around the country. towns. Yeah, and with a barbarian horde, if, if that, that's accurate. Does that sound like me? It doesn't, so you're not leading a barbarian horde? I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I drop him in out. <laughs> I am. We've been trying to defend these cities from being sieged by the council and Rothia. Home is what you make of it. And Smuzog made a whole barbarian clan his home. He took wild men who were sieging and he made something better. And you can do that too. But he he interrupts you. You you made wild barbarians your home? Not my home, my people. So what about us? Are we not your people anymore? Of course you are. That's up to you. I had no idea there were other survivors. But none of you guys came back. You guys just left us. I'm sorry. You've been through a lot, but we have too. I don't know what we can do other than to apologize for not coming back. I don't think there's anything but you what, can do. There was nothing to come back to. We don't owe anyone an apology. You have to remember that we were children just like you were. Nobody told us what to do. We did it. You have the power and the choice to do whatever you will. If you choose to stay and die, that's a bad choice. And not only are you sacrificing yourself, but you're sacrificing your people you're so attached to. And you'll be sacrificing the memory of Moonreach. We're all that it has left now. If we don't live on to talk about Moonreach and spread it to other people, these are just bricks. They'll be sieged and burned and destroyed. So if you if you want Moonreach to live on, if you truly want to protect it, you'll carry on its memory and you'll come with us. Everyone roll persuasion at advantage. Being such a bitch. Cork. <laughs> cork, 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 cork. Boy. 19. 19. 17. 36. <laughs> Holy fucking <laughs> tap dancing shit. Garble's blowing cork at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he, he relaxes like almost fully and he <sighs> lets out a big sigh and he, he kind of drops his head a little bit and he nods. I, I'm... I'm I'm sorry. This is not the the welcome that you guys deserved. You guys are back. It may have taken you a little while, but you're you're back, and that's that's what matters. And I I'm I'm sorry. It's been it's been a long two. Stop years. apologizing. You don't. You have every right to be mad about yeah. what happened. We're mad too. Willem slaps Just, him on the back. Hey, man. No, yeah, no worries. You don't got to be sorry about nothing either. You you had a you got sh- dealt a shit hand too. 
And we're gonna let's turn it around. We're gonna stick it up their asses. Just know that we never abandoned you by choice. All right. Um, are you guys are are you guys hungry? His whole demeanor kind of changes. All of a sudden, he seems excited now. Do you have drinks here? Oh my we, we god! Have, we have some drinks. We, we have we have some drinks. We have some food. A little bit. Don't we? We can't spare a lot, but we can spare a little if you guys are hungry. You guys, uh, obviously, we're we're all hungry. We've been rationing, but. Does anyone need rest? Our, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it. We could you probably know, all yeah, use it. It'd probably be great. It'd be nice to have a drink. Well, too. it's getting, it's starting to get dark. <laughs> Are we sure that that goat was just you? There wasn't another. There weren't maybe other goats out there that we could maybe num num num. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got ways to make food if you guys. Yeah, her stag is silly with food. Yeah, we've had his berries. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's not what it sounds like. Berry pie. Who, who in, introduce me to, berry to your berries. friends? Who who are these guys? I'm Herstag. I'm from the Midland Wilds. You're, nice to meet you. So you're a neighbor. Yeah. And I, I He's ne- always never been met you before. Creeping around <laughs> outside of town. You look familiar. <laughs> Just outside the fences. Really? Yeah. Maybe I've seen you. I've never been to Moonreach. Um, I've just seen it from afar. Hmm. I mean, I've maybe you saw me looking at the town from the forest. I don't know. <laughs> What's that creepy longingly I mean, in the I, rain, miles away? I was curious. <laughs> you know, sometimes I do that. Um, this little guy is Pinwin. Hi, Hello, I'm Pinwin. Pinwin. Hi, Pinwin. I'm not from. I interrupt anywhere you, I'm kind of by here, <laughs> but yeah. Penwin is the bravest of us all. Really? Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you surprised? By and it? a better shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm not surprised. Um, I mean, look at look at Tomar. He's he's smaller than I am, and he's he's very brave. Did you say smaller? He's smaller. He's a short <laughs> small. <laughs> That's a good answer. And then, okay. And then you guys introduce the chaos company, and everyone gets their introductions in order. And then uh, Corp. Uh, Maury's hand. Yes, thank you. I was, I was going to say, who's going to hold up oh Maury's hand and introduce Maury? Um, <laughs> Why is that? How you doing? Why does that hobo oh, have a Maury. severed arm in his bag? <laughs> well, pay no mind. First tag raises Maury's hand <laughs> and says, um, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's a Mori. <laughs> five experience. Thank you. And you can have five for your previous comment. Oh, um, why would they be trying to siege this town again? Well, um, we may have told them that... <laughs> Bring it on, bitch! <laughs> that the wolves were here. Um, well, that makes sense. Ooh, I mean, that was a bad idea. Our ears bad. must have been burning. Why did you do that? Well, we thought that... Well, this is a little dishonest, but we thought that if we spread the rumor that you were here, that you would come. And it looks like it worked. You I, crafty little so-and-so. I figured if there was any way to get to the bottom of this, and if you guys truly cared about us and Moonreach, you would, you would show up. Well... It worked. Good job. We uh, we killed a we killed a, a small small unit of soldiers. Um, we left one alive and and told them that um, we were acting on the uh, orders of the wolves, and that if they um, 
if they wanted to do something about it, they'd know where to find them. And then shortly thereafter, they erected this barrier. Well, uh, you're going to have to come with us then. Because if you told them that we're here, then I was I was wondering if there was something here in the city that they were after. Us, evidently. They're after the eradication of our people. Well, your people from Moonreach. Sounds like we got ourselves a standoff. So we either leave or we fight. Third option, we drink and eat and then leave and then fight. Definitely drinking and resting up before either. If we if we if we left, where would we go? Straight to the belly of the beast. There's another place. Where? Or that. It's a couple, it's like a week or so, or a couple weeks away, but we can get there quickly. And it's been a haven so far. And there's a lot of people there, allies of ours, that will see to your aid and make sure you're safe. You want us to just leave the town unoccupied and go somewhere else? That's the safest option. You can always come back here later once things have calmed down. Because if you... If we meet them head on out there, there's a good chance that some of you might not make it. Or any of us. There's a good chance that the world as we know it won't make it. Lose the battle, win the war. Some guy told me that. I like that. He sighs again. Maybe maybe we've sp- been s- spending so much time here defending it. Uh, maybe we, we... Maybe I lost sight of what uh, is important, and that is the, the survival of the, of the people. Do, do you guys have the lineage stone? We all look at Willem. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all did that very naturally. W- what? Willem's looking at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No, we don't. Did, did, did you lose it? We didn't. But it's not here anymore. <laughs> well, we need to get that back anyway if we're going to have a real, real village again. That's true. Sounds that'll actually good. that'll actually save you a lot of trouble because we learned a little bit about lineage stones. Save you some building troubles. Unless they painted <laughs> that wrong. <laughs> Somebody turn on a faucet or something? <laughs> Sorry guys, I had a lot of water today. <laughs> um he 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 nods, cork nods. Um yeah. Um uh, F- Fivel, go get uh, go get some uh, <laughs> go west, <Hi>. go west, <laughs> go west, young man. Um, and fetch, I know not what. Uh, go go get some uh, drinks. Uh, you guys are gonna love this. We we uh, actually no no Fivel Fivel stop stop. <laughs> and this like kind of portly guy stops. He, you realize as he turns, he's got one eye and the, it's cr- like the other one's crusted over what with a, what looks to be a recent wound. Um, oh. And he just kind of looks at at uh, Cork. 
Let's all go to the tavern. It's been rebuilt. Now we're talking. And if you guys remember, the last time you uh, saw the, the tavern, you guys, used, you guys used it to kill a bunch of Rothian insurrectionists and infiltrators oh my God, it was by awesome. blowing it up. God, it was awesome. We were never allowed in there. <laughs> I worked there. We weren't allowed <laughs> <laughs> We killed there. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you guys move through the, the town and you can see... Um, that the barrier itself goes out. It's like a half a mile around the circumference of the town in pretty much any direction. So you've got a little, there's a little bit of leeway in between. But as you guys move through the town, you can see that very quickly you move into the repurposed and rebuilt section. And sure enough, after just a couple of minutes of walking in roughly the exact same spot where the tavern was before, um, you see that it's been rebuilt in a more... A rudimentary way. It, it's not nearly as pretty as it used to be. Um, and the sign above it uh, no longer says the Swan and Kobold, but it says the Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems very hastily painted above it. Um, but there is a picture of a stein painted on there as well. And as you guys go in, it smells like fresh wood um, and alcohol. And But it's very barren. There's only a few short tables uh, and a few chairs kind of spread around. You can see that it doesn't get a lot of action in here, but um, as you enter, uh, it looks like they tried to get a really good um, feng shui. Yeah, f- feng shui, if you will. Again, kind of like a nostalgic rebuild. So it kind of reminds you of the previous one and its dimensions and size, just uh, emptier and newer. What do you have to drink? Uh, well, we've got, um, we've got ale, and uh, that's about it. We make it ourselves. I hope that's okay. Pinwin knows how to make I, some good ale. What? I love a good homebrew. Well, that's 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 awesome, actually, because we've been having a little bit of issues with the with the uh, the whole processing of it. Um, I it, I don't think we're going to have time to brew anything. How fast can you do it, Pinwin? I mean, I'm pretty good. Do we? Can you can you take a look and see if we're doing something wrong? Absolutely. Might as well take a look at the pH levels. <laughs> and uh, so... Um, you forgot to put yeast in it, stupid. <laughs> you forgot to put alcohol in there. <laughs> this is nothing but dirt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the uh, one of the uh, denizens of Moonreach, um, he introduces himself as Draba. He, uh, he Draba the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> now he is. Um... <laughs> Uh, he he leads you around uh, back of the bar and through the um, he leads you around the back of the bar and through this doorway and you can see that they have a few um, copper tanks set up and it's actually a really interesting kind of setup. You haven't seen anything quite like this before, um, but it is kind of a mess. A lot of there you you can see just right away the like you touch some of the uh, some of the tankards and stuff like that and you can see the tanks you can tell that they're not hot enough I just become Gordon Ramsay <laughs> yeah uh, yeah give me a, a history check at advantage thank God <laughs> and then add it add two to whatever it is because uh, it'll be your beer history okay 19 19 you very quickly assess what the issues are and um, you start explaining to Draba exactly what what were you like there's a couple of things that like 
the temperatures off. You can see that they've st stoked fires underneath some of the tanks and they're not hot enough or they're too hot. And you start going down the line and explaining in a very, very like detailed fashion exactly what is wrong. This is your element, Pinwin, and you know what needs to be done to be fixed. The rest of you guys are kind of outside in the tavern. You can hear a very excited Pinwin on the other side of the, the wall. Is there a fire in the hearth? Uh, no, there is a hearth, but there's no fire going. I go on over and cast create bonfire in that <laughs> shit. And a fire forms in the hearth. Everybody kind of goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Except for uh, Fennec. He seems a little bored by everything that's happening. What was the name of the half-elf again? The ha Cork? Yep, yeah, Cork. Um... So her stack is going to walk up to Cork. Okay. <clears throat> um, hey there, Cork. Um, it's, it's, it's her stack, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, got a question for you. Yeah. What, what's going on? Um, sounds like the, uh, the wolves that day that the town was sieged, they kind of just scattered in different directions or, uh, what have you. Um, but you stayed and you defended. Um, yeah, I did. Did you happen to see an elven woman that day using magic? Which day? The day that the town was destroyed. Um, I, I didn't. Um, it would have been the first day if there was multiple days. I... Um, no, there was a lot of chaos going on. I... I remember, um, I remember there were, it seemed like there were some wild animals joining the battle, but other than that, I don't, I don't remember any, any elven magic users or anything like that. Did you see any satyrs? What's a satyr? Hmm. It's like a weird looking, like, goat man. And his eyes, like, really widen as if coming to a realization. I think... I, for the longest time, thought that I imagined that. I, <laughs> I, 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 I swear to God, nobody believed me. I said that I saw some weird creature out there fighting the soldiers, but I, 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 they told me I imagined it. He, he had, he had like cloven feet and like partial furry body, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he was fucking killing things out there. He was really wiping the floor with them. Do you have any idea what happened to him? I I don't I I I don't. Was that was that a friend of yours? You could say that. <laughs> she gave me. Okay, then I will. <laughs> you guys are friends. That was a dramatic pause, assholes. <laughs> Just edit that part out. Yeah, you gave me a little bit of hope. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't be of more help. Is there anyone else that might have seen more, not just you? Um, and he kind of motions to Fennec, who's kind of sitting uh, kind of stoically and boredly at one of the tables. Let's go talk didn't to that he, guy. Didn't he uh, lose his memories and stuff, though? He said he remembers some. Maybe he saw something before he was riddled with weapon wounds. All right, I'll head over to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you, now that you have a closer look, Fennec, 
the closer you get, you realize he's much older than you thought he was originally. Um, even with the weird, like, disfiguration to him. Uh, his hair is straight, long, and black. And he's got a very serious expression. But you, you can tell that whenever you notice uh, initially is that he's much older than you thought, even with the disfiguration that he kind of is dealing with. Um, he, the black hair kind of throws you off, but it, it, he's got long, straight black hair um, framing a very serious face. And you notice that as you get closer now, you can see that his eyes have a very slight greenish glowing hue to them. But his, you can tell that before whatever may have transpired, to bring him to this like this. He was likely in his 60s, maybe. Oh. A lot older than what you would have initially surmised. But so he dyes his hair then. It's possible. <laughs> but uh, yes, as you as you approach, he just he kind of regards you guys kind of Mm, oldly, oldly, very, very <laughs> geriatrically, and uh, <laughs> oh, my roomy eyes, hexagenarianly, and um, he, he just, he kind of looks over, interested, knowing that you're probably going to speak to him, but he doesn't seem bothered by it all. My friend wants to know if you've seen a goat man. <laughs> uh, a goat man. Um, the day, the first, yes, the first I've day, I've seen a goat man. Oh, what? He's, Go on. he's a satyr, right? Yeah. Yes. Traveling in company with a, uh, a half-elf or an elf, perhaps? An elf? Yeah. When? when? Well, I... Uh, when I They're right over there. They're <laughs> <laughs> in the corner of the bar. <laughs> I ate them. No, um... <laughs> Satyr's delicious. <laughs> it's a delicacy where I'm from. Well, uh, when I was first brought back, um, they were there. Um, whatever manner of creature brought me back also brought them back. Ooh. So they're alive? If you consider this living, then yeah, they're, they're alive. But I suspect that I'm not quite fully alive. It seems like I was brought back for some purpose. I have some need and drive vague in the back of my mind, though I cannot quite figure it out. Did you talk to them? I did not. Why you gotta be such a satyr hater, man? I I do not hate the satyr, no. <laughs> but uh, it is... They, they left with uh, the one who revived me. You... So you don't, like, remember what they looked like or anything? He kept himself shrouded not even like normal means. He had a heavy cowl that that uh, obscured his face. Uh, he was a little bit shorter than I am. And you guys, he's, uh, Fennec is probably just a little bit over six foot tall. Um, what color was his garb? Uh, it was a, like a, a wine color to his garb. Do I remember anyone fitting this description at all? That doesn't ring a bell to you, no. Do I remember anyone fitting this description? Not exactly, no. Um, you've seen people in dark red robes before, potentially, but what nothing. If someone were to ask me about that, would <laughs> you would be I able to remember? overhear this conversation. No, nobody in 
in the uh, he got his vicinity. robe at Gadzooks. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a very common robe. Uh, yeah, no one in the vicinity of this tavern would have. That doesn't. It doesn't ring any bells, like of recognition, really. So you didn't get a look at their face at all. No, I. Was... I just know that there's a, a green energy about him. Any any, when when he brought me back there was, gr- green magic that did stuff. And where, where as you can tell by my eyes, I've seen that they're green, and so were the satyr and the and the elf. I mean, they're not that bad. Like, <laughs> did it did it <laughs> look like this? And then I cast Druidcraft and create a flower in my hand. And I look at him in the eyes, and the green magic glows in them. Uh, it, it seems different from that. This, this, the energy that I felt off of this was, it didn't, it didn't, your, your energy, your magic. Penwin, where are those drinks? Fills me with that. I'm working on it! Uh, <laughs> I, I, I resonate with it. It seems, seems calm and passive. This energy that he bared, it was, it didn't seem. Necromantic in nature? Romantic indeed. Um, it's, I, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just know that your magic doesn't fill me with the same sense of existential dread that I got from from his. Did you talk to the guy that revived you at all? Like, he, he thanks, would, man? Or? He would not let me talk. When he was here, he was in complete control of who I was and what I did. I walk over and lean up against the table. Did you hear his voice at all? I did, yes. What they make it, it perfectly. Uh, I, I, I don't think I can, but it was it was deep, and it was very rough sounding. Did it sound like he was from the area? His accent sounded perhaps from... It, does, it doesn't sound like here, but it sounds a bit more like... Maybe maybe somewhere in, in the north, northeast, some, something of that regard. Yeah, since we don't have a map, you want to like Deepminster, Rose Lake, Star Host, uh, Three River, mm. that whole area. Up Four there. River, Five River, not Six River, Seven River. Six mm-hmm. Rivers down south. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Best crawfish this side, the Six River. Sixpence, none the river. <laughs> Five okay, experience. Yeah, he, that. <laughs> he should get ten. It made us all go, ooh. Yeah, no, that was shivers, man. <laughs> so you have, um, have you seen him since that day? No. no. He, he left with them, and I've been here. I can't leave here. As my, my charge is to stay here until he returns. Your charge. That's... What he imbued with me, my, my, uh, my orders from him. And you feel Compelled. like you have to do that. I tried to leave once to test the boundaries, and I wasn't able to. Like physically, weren't able to. I was physically unable to. Was it like a wall situation or like a chain? I just once I got to a certain uh, threshold, I wasn't able to move my limbs anymore. Another question. Had you passed all the way when he revived you, or did he ask you if you wanted to live? Um, that part I don't 100% recall, but I do believe that I had passed all the way. 
You don't remember anything about where you went after you died? A, a bit. I remember it being very, very uh, foggy and very cold and lonely. I felt alone there. I don't he, think there was anyone else. He did explain that already. I'm trying to find out if he went to the ethereal plane or not, or if um, he was in suspended consciousness or what. It kind of sounds like it could be the ethereal plane. Some souls, when they get trapped there, they lose all sense of themselves. It's possible that you were in the ethereal plane. Um, but I'm not sure. Did you get any... <clears throat> did you pick up any clues on like, where they were headed? Um, were they acting funny? Did they seem to be friends with this guy he the the only thing i could glean they weren't his they weren't his friends they are definitely his servants it seems that whatever magic brought us back from beyond this life keeps us in fealty to him and uh, i don't i don't know exactly where they went but i did hear him mention an ocean could only you... two that i know of but and you guys only know that there's the, at least in touching Vildland, there's the Southern Ocean, um, the Ikbara Ocean, and the North Sea. Couldn't you just scry on one of them now that you know they're sort of alive? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Thank you, Fennec. You've been helpful. You're welcome. All right, Pinwin, you have returned with drinks. This is uh, you when you were in there. He was you could tell that Drabo was taking very studious notes, like trying to memorize and write down things that you were telling him and you were doing it in an excited fervor. So it's possible he may have messed some stuff up, but he seemed confident. And uh, you pulled some of the like the closest batch that was ready um, and you added a sprig of rosemary to it that they were planning on dumping in willy-nilly, but you added a sprig to just the final the final amount that was coming out. So you've got uh, like a little canteen, not a little, a medium-sized canteen of this fresh ale that they've been brewing. Ale, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, five experience. Then. Yeah. I'll let you have it. Okay. So you come out with this canteen. Alright. People, look what I've got! Mm. You guys see <laughs> carrying this canteen. I'll drink sad it all. I don't care. There we go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Willem's like about fucking time. All this fucking chit chat. It's drink thirty. <laughs> I finally turn away from the hearth and go to, to the bar. Yeah, immediately, just yep, beeline. Uh, my rampant alcoholism is <laughs> acting up again. So, Pin, when you start pouring drinks for these guys. And you, you can tell that they're going to be, like, decently strong, but still have a good flavor. Cork, do you remember cool. Seagitter's Will? Um, I, I don't. Not really. Um, is that a is that a drinking game? Rast had everybody do it in town. I think I was too young. Yeah, but you didn't watch them? I watched them. Um, explain it to me. <sighs> Gorb will explain <laughs> it to him. You sit down. You have a drink. 
when it's your turn, you ask somebody secret or swill, and then you ask them a question, and they have to answer. Oh. Or they have to drink. So you can That's, either that seems pretty divulge good. a secret or you have to drink. It's basically like truth or drink. Oh, that that seems pretty normal. We could. Yeah, did you, you want to play that? Yeah, man. Maybe we. You can learn a bit more about us. We can learn a bit more about you. Maybe. Um. Okay. How, uh, who wants to go first? Do I go first? Um. You can go first. Yeah. Um. How, how do I go first? Maybe someone else should go first, and I'll watch. Willem, you go first. We haven't played with you for years. Well, Pinwin, secret or swill? All right. Um, huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pinwin, are you in love with Corbel? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. What? I Pinwin, can, I can do secret here. <laughs> Pinwin, I will only be shocked by one answer. <laughs> by in love with Gorbel, you mean like in awe of her awesomeness and like no. just being fantastic <laughs> friends and absolutely, but if you mean like uh, Sounds kind of like you're deflecting there, yeah. Pinwin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pinwin's just staring daggers at, at Willem. Did uh today? Corporal and I are just friends. <laughs> Is that your choice? Sorry, that that'll, that'll be my next question. Sorry, <laughs> go on with the game. Corporal, they're trying to make it weird. That was well, it was pretty weird. That's Willem is never going to be start. able to make it weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. Just I just raised my eyebrows at Corporal. <laughs> well, Pinwin, it's your turn. Oh. I forgot how this game worked. Okay. Um. <laughs> Willem, secret or swill? And a- the question is, are <laughs> you in love with Corbel? Well, every day of my life, and I just drink anyway. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the right answer. <laughs> um, I, I, I think it's back to you, Willem. Oh. They just keep asking each other questions <laughs> over and over. Pinwin, what's it like to be a shit? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Herstag. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Huh. <laughs> I never. Forest green. Well, while, <laughs> well, while you're thinking of that, secret or swell? Um, secret. Yeah, I'll answer. <laughs> um, there's uh, <laughs> this one's come preloaded. There's uh, this really um, pretty flower that grows in the Midland Wilds. Um, it's like a uh, well, actually, I'll show you. I'll cast Druidcraft and show so this him green the magic like ignites in his hand, and then That's you just see the flower appear, kind of like a glowy purple flower. Oh, I think I saw some of those scattered around yeah. the fire. Would you pretty would, right? What'd you do with it? Do with what? The flower. 
I made it appear. No, in your secret. You're asking me about a flower. Okay, what'd you do with the flower? You already asked your question. What do you know how this game works? I don't think any of us know how this game works <laughs> at this point. Willem's drinking again. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're, just happened there. I feel like we're confusing Cork. <laughs> so we asked We me a started with the absolute worst people. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I like this color. Oh, it's gorgeous. Couldn't you just said purple, Herstag? It's like... He's going to flip it like off. Do you have to get I your magic juice everywhere it. in here? I can't describe <laughs> it, but everyone can see it. Then I hand him the flower. See if he accepts it. I put it behind my ear. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's very pretty. Herstag, it's your turn. Um, Tomar. <laughs> yes, Herstag. <laughs> Are you in love with Gorble? <laughs> someone. <laughs> Is that your question? What What's her name? What's the What's your baby mama? Hazel. <laughs> Are you in love? With Hazel. No, cork, secret or swell. <laughs> what do you do in your spare time in Moonridge? <laughs> well, I, I I don't have a ton of free time, but I, what I like do like to do is I um I'd like to uh, kind of whittle a little bit. I've been I've been doing that when I have some downtime. I I uh, make some little figurines. If you guys want, I can show you them later. Yeah, maybe maybe. <laughs> Tomar and Gorble share a look like uh, <laughs> what a fucking cork is a dork. <laughs> All right, five experience yes, for that. Three so far. <laughs> um, um, uh, Gorble, secret or swell? Um, uh, do you? Uh, are you? Um, do you work anywhere? Are you still a bartender? Yes, divulge that secret to us. Dude, no. <laughs> I've been kind of busy, like almost dying. I'm, all I'm the sorry, time. I'm new to this game. I don't, I don't know how it works very well. You're supposed to ask juicy stuff. Oh. Not like colors, favorite colors, short, but like, do you love somebody? Short answer, no. Do you want to redo on that question? Yeah, um, Gorble, um... Have have you uh, have you fallen in love with anybody that you're traveling with? Traveling with currently? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, your turn. Okay. <clears throat> Cork. Secret or swill? Who are your figurines modeled after? Oh, just, like, s- stuff I see, um, like, if I see any, like, creatures that walk by the, the village or anything like that. I made a few of you guys. Um, oh, God, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> uh, oh, um, he looks a little <laughs> embarrassed I said, by I said that. that under my breath. <laughs> oh, so he doesn't look embarrassed. Um, uh, but, yeah, mostly, like, just things I see. I've made a bunch of, like, trees. 
Um, I've made some. You like, made you whittled <laughs> trees out, out of wood. Those are the easy ones. Um, and then I made some houses. Uh, I I made your dad's sword from memory, so it's probably not accurate, but it looks like a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> he usually kept that in his room, like he didn't just flash it about. Yeah. Did you sneak into the shop? I I I mean I think we all snuck into shops back back in the anyway it's my turn Tomar secret or swill um did you find anything cool in that in your dad's shop I did and then I I pull out the picture and I put it on the table and as you recall this is a picture of uh, Tomar's family uh, Gorbel included. And his brothers and his parents. Oh, I remember that day. Yeah, the painter kept yelling at both of us because we wouldn't stop moving. <laughs> well, yeah, we were absolute shits, but look how happy That's I was. Sweet. It's weird, right? Yeah. Same height though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cutest. Still mm-hmm. had facial hair though. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like a little bit of wisp to his face, like <laughs> yeah. Gorbels didn't come till later. <laughs> Willem, secret or swill? What's the shadiest thing you did as a sky pirate? Mm-hmm. We stole from a church. No. <laughs> <laughs> like anybody cares here. Which church? <laughs> I don't even know what the name of it was. We were just passing through a town, and they were like here collecting tithes, and you just took the bowl. Well, <laughs> well, we yeah, we, uh, we kind of cased the joint a little bit. Uh, we saw that it was it must have been a Sunday because it was full, <laughs> and uh, we waited till nightfall and besieged the church uh, after everybody had gone to bed. Nobody, thankfully, was hurt, but uh, that one felt the most dirty. What'd you do with the money? We bought alcohol. <laughs> what was the church for, though? Because it was, if it was like for bed stuff, like people, because you know. I think they were helping homeless children in the town. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope, not bed stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite. Well, I mean, alcohol's fun, so. We used some of the alcohol to rig an explosion to help us rob another well, place. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah we drank a lot. <laughs> that was definitely a swill. Fun. It's your turn. Gorble. Secret or swill. Do you think Pinwin is in love with you? I don't think Pinwin is in love with me. As a lover, I think Pinwin is in love with me as a friend. But I think Pinwin is in love with all of his friends as friends. Do you read Does my that, mind? Does that make sense? <laughs> sure. I feel like I'm pretty intuitive about these things, and Pinwin hardcore loves everybody at this table. Even you, Cork. Oh. It's true. It, thanks, Pinwin. Uh, Willem rolls his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Herstag, 
secret or swill. If your satyr friend turns out to be on the wrong side, are you going to have an objection to taking care of that issue? That doesn't sound as much like a secret or uh, sounds like you're asking him to just kill him. No, I'm not. I just want to know what his stance is and if he's prepared to to face that. <clears throat> um, hadn't considered that an option. And he takes a drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know where his loyalties oh, lie. Tomar's gonna put away the photo <laughs> or painting, I guess. Um, and you guys notice that uh, Fennec has approached the table, and when you put that little portrait out, he was staring at it very intently, and he watches as you put it away, and he kind of stares at you, Tomar. God, eyes off, creep. Am I mm-hmm. right? You need something. <laughs> <laughs> that other than like band-aids <laughs> that uh that that portrait uh, who who are the children in it us uh, that was you yeah you don't remember that's what you should remember that's i feel like i i do remember something about that what uh he he's like staring at your chest you have something else on you. Yeah, I do. Is he looking at your dude cleavage? <laughs> <laughs> I bend forward. Hey, uh, <laughs> squeeze my pecs together. Do hickey? Step off, man. What do you want? What, what is it? Why are you so nosy? There's something that you have that I'm drawn to. I mean, we are playing a game about questions, so. We're yeah, playing a he, game. Secret or swill? What is it? It's not your it's turn. It's not your turn. You're going to have to wait. Whoa, what Fennec. is it? Whose oh. turn is You can I, see that Fennec is starting to get a little riled. Fucking dude. I, I pour down. a mug for Fennec and I go, you'll just have to wait your turn, buddy. And I kind of shove it his way. He ignores it. Well, then it, Willem glugs it. <laughs> it's something that belonged to my family. Can I see it? No, you can't see it. Because you didn't ask nicely. And you didn't say secret or swill. Whose I, turn is it? I take a drink. <laughs> I don't think we're playing a game anymore, Pinwin. We might want to. But back I up only a got you to notice that Fennec, You guys? He just keeps staring at you. I very quietly whisper, "Are, are we going to bodega? This Can we weird. play secret I or really swill? I really don't want to bodega, Fennec. He helped me out with some information. Um... He told you what he saw while on a stroll on a Tuesday afternoon, man. That's not help. That's just unloading. He's also looking at Tomar like he's going to cut him open. Fennec, are we okay, bud? He keeps staring at Tomar. I just, I want to see what it is. I'm drawn to whatever it is. Maybe it'll help me. Maybe it won't help you. Can I do a little insidey on Fennec? Sure. Maybe whatever nefarious thing brought you back from the dead wants whatever I have. 
Either way, it doesn't belong to you. 22? I got 22, too. Yeah. Oh, no, no. no. Oh. Hmm. I got... 2,000. No, I didn't get 22. I'm yeah. sorry. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was 21. Oh, my Aww. gosh. <laughs> I, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't insight anything. We are now accepting replacements for Mika on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably somebody who can math. Maybe just a calculator would be good. <laughs> <laughs> two, two syllable name, and they have to be able to say, and I'm, <laughs> and I play. <laughs> In that exact inflection. And I'm calculator. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And I too many syllables. Beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> See, you're, you're failing, your math, your math is failing I again. That's too many syllables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Four syllables. I'm failing at math. Now I have to get replaced. See y'all. <laughs> um, you can tell Pinwin and Gorbel and Willem that he seems very intent on whatever Tomar has. You Good don't roles, think that guys. it's you don't think it's uh, <laughs> aggressive necessarily, oh. but very thirsty. Yeah, he's he's thirsty for <laughs> info. Okay. Tomar, maybe just Bennett. tell him what it is. Secret or swill? No. Are you in love with Tomar? <laughs> he just keeps staring. I just I just want to know what it is. Okay, I thought that might lighten the mood. Fennec, I think it's uh it's about two pounds of he doesn't want you to know and none your business. Maybe just wait a little bit. We we just got into town first drinking game in a really long time. I've only got to answer one question. Maybe try moving <laughs> behind us. It's just give it some time. Break, break the line of sight. Maybe that'll what are, shake him. What are you feeling right now? Uh, nothing, nothing aggressive. I, I promise. I just there's something, there's something that pulling, calling to me that he's got. Well, you In don't what? get to really describe whether or not you're being aggressive to somebody else. So. <laughs> In. In what way? Like, I, I don't know. Something is speaking to you. It's not not speaking. I just, I can tell you've got something. It's it's resonating with me. I'm going to roll Arcana to see if I can, like, sense what kind of magical effect this might be. I'm going to do that, too. Nope. Fuck. I'm going to do that on the off chance I don't suck at it. Oh yeah, that was fifteen. Oh, <laughs> homie. That's a twenty-nine for me. Okay, an Arcana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fifteen. That's a twenty-two, and this time I'm sure. Woo. <laughs> so twenty-nine, twenty-two, and nine. Nah. Okay. <laughs> nah. Um, and you got sixteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um, Willem and uh, and Gorbel, you can kind of. It's it's weird. Because you don't sense anything magical going on right now. But he seems very intent on that. But you're not, you are literally not sensing any magical effects whatsoever. Hmm. It seems almost sensory. Did you sense it before? I, I couldn't tell. I, something about the, the portrait. Seem to awaken something in my mind. If I were to look at the portrait again, uh, just knowing what's in the portrait, is is 
Tomar's mom wearing the locket? No, she's not. Is anyone wearing it? No. Well, we have a lot of weird artifacts on us. So, it could be give, anything could be giving off a weird vibe. Maybe go I'm not sure we should just very well. Very, and he goes and he this rest. moves across the room and he sits, but he just keeps staring at you, Tomar. All right, whose turn was it? It's not less weird that he's far away doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is super fucking weird. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. We need to figure out what's going on. What there. was in the picture that he liked so much? I don't know if it's the picture, but there was also a locket in the house. A locket. And Holy Fennec wants the locket. Why? I don't even know if it's just the locket. It could be the Nightmare Diamond. It could be anything. What does Holy Fennec want with it? I don't know. I'm not keen on finding out, though. I was really excited about Holy Fennec at first, but now I'm really creeped out. Okay, something weird and I don't feel necessarily good happened to him. Yeah, something is rotten in the state of Fennec. You want to just figure it out now? You want me to take out the locket and then see how he reacts? Well, let's maybe I mean, like a little get in bit. position can, a little bit. Yeah, I can stop him if you... You're not the only one that can stop him. Look at him. He's want to... Well, I mean, do we want to maybe go outside just in case we almost wreck the tavern again? I like finding in taverns. All right, let's do it. Everybody get in position. What is position? I mean, be chill about it. Be chill, but get into position, people. Come on. (laughs) You mean like stand up? I mean like get in. (laughs) Don't just stand in a clump where he could... Who knows what's going to happen? This is really weird. This While is all a, of this is happening. This is a dead, undead, alive guy who's got holes in him. While all this is happening, Pinwin is just looking frantically at you guys, wanting to answer another question, let's, <laughs> like completely ignoring the the <laughs> tension. The yeah, let's Cork? let's spread out. Yeah. Fennec is giving off major creepy vibes, yeah, right? I'm, I'm I'm seeing that too. I'm not sure what's happening. So you understand why we're feeling a little yeah, no, uncomfortable. He's never acted defensive. like this before. You never saw him fucking around the shop at all? No, not at all. Maybe. He usually just kind of stays in his house. I think that we, we yeah. should leave and have Fennec come with us so we can investigate this a little bit more. We don't want to wreck their new shop that they just put up if something bad happens. Gorbel, say the word. Bo- um, <laughs> <laughs> where do you suggest we take him? I don't know. Town Square, maybe? Outside. Fine. All right. Whose turn was it? No, we're gonna. We're Wait, gonna we are you. playing. No, I just wanted to know. Who's it was uh, Gorbel's because she, um, because I drank. Gorbel, ask Pinwin one more question, and then we'll. No, it was. Yeah, it was. Okay, sorry. And then we'll all leave the bar at once and see if he follows us. Pinwin, secret or swill, on a scale of one to ten. How much do you trust Fennec? Hmm. 
Give me an insight check, Pinwin, and then you'll have an answer. <laughs> Lots. <laughs> he seems pretty on the money, taking him at face value. Yeah, um... Uh... He seems, like, weird, but not aggressive, but weird. Haha, ha, good games, and I drink the rest of the, <laughs> the drink, and I put the drink down. But you still didn't assign it a number. <coughs> oh. Mm. Five? All right, let's go. You trust him more than that. That's, <laughs> that's not that's at all. trust to you? Out of ten? I mean, it's where I don't care either way, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Five is not, not aggressive. Five is not like a gray area. It's... It's less trustworthy. We're on a scale of trust here, not a... I mean, he's not like... Oh, right. I think he knows. Like what I'm we're not gonna give him all him. my treasure. Yeah, you guys look over at him, and he's just still staring <laughs> at you, Tilmore. Yeah, let's probably. I don't even hey. know him. He's just some holy guy. I wink at everybody. I have an idea, everyone. Why don't we walk down to the town square and take a look around for old times' sake? Well, yeah, we could check out the fountain. <laughs> here, just here, like that. Huh? <laughs> just like that. <laughs> for old times' sake. The whole time she's winking <laughs> in every direction. Just a very slow wink. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> so you guys get up. Willem links arms with Pinwin. <laughs> and you guys all and kind of swing him a little bit. <laughs> saunter out of the tavern, out into the road, and start heading towards the town square. Come um, on, Shadow. The others follow you. The Chaos Company, the Enzyko, and Smoochie, and some of the other members of the tavern that were there, as well as Fennec. What were the Chaos Company doing? Just, like, sitting there? They were chatting among themselves. They they seem pretty somber and solemn since uh, Maury's passing. Mm, Hard cut fair. to Herstag's bag with just the hand sticking <laughs> out of it as he walks. <laughs> <laughs> we could put it in that deep bag that fits a bunch of stuff in it so people aren't weirded out by a rotting gnome hand. What? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm skipping with Willem! <laughs> <laughs> this Please. is great! So you guys make it to the town square and the fountain. It uh, has been long dry, uh, and, but it has been still well-maintained. It looks like somebody has been keeping it clear of debris, um, but yeah, there's no, there's no water in the fountain. It's been... So guys, this is the fountain where we used to... See what is he here? Behind <laughs> me? Yeah, he's looking yeah. right at me. Oh my god! Too many okay, people followed you? us, though. So we used to do fountain stuff here. Um, we would sometimes drink the water, play in the water. <laughs> Smoochie peed in it one time, <laughs> and then that was you a, drank that was a it. bad day. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? Just staring? Yeah, you he's still just staring. I mean, don't look at him. Well, I've got to look at him if I'm going to answer the question. Well, do you want to... What's the, wait, what, what question? The question? I've just been looking at him. 
<laughs> Quit staring at him, Herstag. Well, how else would I know that he was staring at you if you just want to glance? Not like do you want to go full on B clash the nightmare diamond at him? What are we? I like, can't what's flash the, plan? the nightmare diamond. Okay, what are we doing about this? It's not physically here anymore. But the locket. I think you need to. What do we got? I think you need to whip it out. What? Yeah. What are we gonna? What are we gonna throw at this guy? There's still people here. I did, I wanted to seclude us from the town people. No, they just keep, they're like helpless little puppies. They just keep following us. You can tell that most of them keep talking to Smoochie, like excitedly catching up with him. Hey, Quark. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Could I ask you a quick phase? We don't like you anymore. Get out of here. (laughs) Just fuck off. Go, just go. Bad Quark. (laughs) Could you throw a rock at him? (laughs) Rally everybody up and maybe take him away for a few minutes. Everyone, who's everyone? Uh, everyone except the wolves of Moonreach and Fennec. I don't think Fennec's um, gonna go anyway, even if sure, he tried. Sure, yeah. Is there some, is there an issue? We just want to talk to him privately. He's putting off some weird vibes. Um, he looks a little uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, okay. I yeah. just don't want to air his dirty laundry in front of everyone, you know? No, that, that, ma- that makes sense. Um, okay. And then he snaps his fingers. All right, everyone. Uh, l- we're a little lax on the perimeter, so let's uh, let's make sure there's nobody's uh, snuck in here. Everybody, let's go. And you guys see everybody disperse, except for, of course, the Chaos Company and Zyko and Fennec. You're all just kind of standing there as everyone... How far away is Fennec? Uh, he's probably 25 feet from you. Just standing on the other end of the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> staring at you. <laughs> I just imagine him like trying to pretend to read a newspaper. (laughs) Just peek out behind (laughs) it. All right. And then I pull the locket out. You pull the locket out and you can see Fennec's expression soften and he like takes a few steps closer. Is is that what you found inside inside the shop? It is. There's something about that that is really drawing me. I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm not planning on hurting you. <laughs> if that's what you're worried about, and he kind of spreads his hands out to everyone, and you guys are all obviously looking like you're on edge. What kind of what kind of draw or pull is it? I I cannot tell you. It's I don't know. Is there anything in the locket? All right, you stay back there. Let's all inspect this thing together. Oh, we doing okay. Arcana? Uh, are we doing Arcana? Or it's investigation? Or you tell me what perception? you want to accomplish, and I'll tell you what to roll. I'll, I'll inspect Oops. it to see if it looks magical. Okay. If you're. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah. If you, well, well, just for ease, if so. you you can choose one thing that you're going to inspect for, so you're not just like continually rolling. So pick one thing that you want to. So kind for of, Arcana, I got twenty six. Okay. Um. There doesn't seem to be anything magical about this. Tomar, you are a little bit tense because of the situation. You're still keeping your eye on Fennec to see if he's making any quick movements. So your perception on this locket is divided. Your your concentration. Do I at least recognize it? Or does you, it, did it seem completely out of place? It seemed very out of place. Um, it seemed like it was there be, being hidden. Um, you don't recognize the locket at all. Okay. I'm going to investigate the locket to see if there are any like hidden switches or compartments or something. Okay. 
And what were you doing, Gorbel? Basically that, but I rolled eight. Okay. That's two natural ones on this. Okay. Um, you're <laughs> also thrown off. to reveal its mysteries. <laughs> but 12? Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're thrown off a little bit by the tension of the situation, but also you're thinking, like, it's a locket. <laughs> like, that's the vibe you get. It just looks like a locket. Sure. I rolled 18 on perception. Um, yeah, the so with an 18, okay, you can tell... Um, that the locket hasn't been touched until very recently, Gorble. Um, you can tell the chain is very, or sorry, Garble, uh, Pinwin. The chain is very uh, old and kind of dingy, um, but you could tell that there it was often handled at some point, though it's hard to tell when that last was. But it looks like somebody was very fond of it. It looks like this used to be handled a lot, but then... It wasn't until kind of recently, and, um, yeah, but it was really old. What did you roll, Corbel? An eight. No, like... For investigation. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you kind of get the, the... it's You don't see anything weird about it. I'm going to try and open it. Okay. It opens easily. Is there anything inside of it? Yes. Inside are two things. As you open it, a little slip of paper flutters out. Can I catch it? Uh, give me athletics. <laughs> or dexterity, sorry. Give me just a dex save. <laughs> I drop it. Yeah, it just like, it's like doing the back and forth. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you like go and grab and it just kind of flutters to the ground. Inside the locket though is a photo that only a few of you would recognize. Inside is a human woman. Uh, looks like a sketch. And it depicts Zara, Gorbel's mother. What the fuck? What's the note say? I bend up, bend down and pick it up. Okay. On the piece of paper are three digits. Three, 11, and 15. Three, 11. Is, are there safes in this world? (laughs) This looks like a combination lock. Combination Are there any safes in your in your dad's shop? Are there? Um, not that you were aware of. Maybe. I never went into dad's room. Was this my this mom's? This looks like your mom. This looks like your mom. I think. Well, no, that's definitely my mom. It's a pretty deep. It was definitely done by a very talented person. But it's a. When I say sketch, sorry, I mean it's not painted. It looks like it was drawn. What's her expression in the photo? Smiling. And I'm, her, she looks very healthy, very well-dressed in the photo. She's wearing like a, a nice, like, white linen shirt um, and a furred cape. Her hair is done well. Looks like she was planning on posing for a photo, uh, a portrait drawing. This is weird. What's Fennec doing? What's weird about He's it? He's looking very intently at the locket. Um, almost confusedly. Do you want to go with me to the shop real quick? Yeah. Well, uh, what's before what's weird you about do the locket with a picture? Yeah, can you just like hand him the locket That's and say what no. happens? Maybe you guys hang back and watch Fennec, and then Gorble and I can go into the shop. Okay. All right. So Be careful you, in there. Well, you guys are just um, 
Ignoring my question, then? What is your question, Herstag? Well, what's so weird about a locket? This is a picture of my dead mother. This could be personal. Just in his house with a weird just stay here number in it. Some things you don't need to know. Just I thought you guys were family though. Not by blood. Do we look alike, motherfucker? <laughs> um, I mean, kind of. We're family in the bullshit sense that Tomar thinks towns work, where it's all about the people. <laughs> and you had to live there because you had nowhere else to go. Exactly. Well. Good job, by the way. That was excellent bullshitting. It cuts to <laughs> Cork, like three streets away, staring with tears silently streaming down his face. I'm just kidding. Thanks. Yeah, well, all right. I thought well, it would work, but let's go. We'll keep an eye on him. Okay, so you guys watch Fennec as these t- two go into the shop. And um, did you ever see Dad and your mom interacting weirdly or like no. friendly? Well, yeah, they seemed close. That's what I thought, but we were <laughs> we were kids. Ew! Do you? It was in his workshop. Like, did your mom ever go in there? No. Do you think your dad paid? Our mom was always gone. She was doing, like, holy quests or whatever. Oh. Mm. Ew. Anyway. I mean, it was probably business for my mom, but your dad is a dirty-ass dog. Do you know who your dad is? No. All right, we're going to go upstairs. <laughs> okay, well, she's a human, and I'm a half-orc, so... Okay. Do the math. I don't think we have the same father. Okay. Oh, well, let's, let's go see. Okay, so you guys enter the, the shop. Um, give me an investigation. Shit. <laughs> Ooh. 25. I've had better. I've had better? <laughs> I was just in here. I know my way around here. 16. 16. Okay, so, yeah, you guys are, you know, looking around. Um, and Tomar, you you guys kind of canvas the bottom level, and then you go upstairs. You didn't find anything. Uh, so you guys head upstairs, and you're looking around. And you notice, Tomar, that there's a one of the baseboards in the house. Looks a little loose. I punch it. And it break, <laughs> It breaks easily. And inside is a small lockbox. Holy shit. How the fuck did you know right where that was? I don't know. It just looked weird there. Well, I mean, that's where I'd put it. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. Your <laughs> entire Bells. family is exactly the same. I'm already, like, turning the numbers. And, yep, sure enough... It opens up. Holy shit. I feel like we're finding treasure or something. What's in there? Inside is a small little book. And on the cover, it says in a child's handwriting, it says property of Sora Hermitage. Keep out. Sora Ermitage? Ermitage. I R M I T A G E. Who the hell's that? I never heard of that person. I open it. (laughs) I violate the 
the express rule on the cover. You open it and you can see a girl's handwriting. It's very, very uh, feminine looking. Looks like a little girl maybe have written this. What does it say? It's a little, it's kind of small. I can't see it. It's really shitty handwriting. (laughs) That's also why I can't see what it is. (laughs) One week until spring. I can't believe it. Spring is my absolute favorite season. Oh my god, mine too. Mother promised to buy me a dress for the festival. We might even go to Rose Lake. But only if I score high marks on my exams. That's what this journal was originally for, to study with. But Dame Eva has assured me I'll pass regardless. So now it's a diary. What a silly first entry. Oh well, I suppose it's better your thoughts get out somehow instead of bubbling inside your head like a heated kettle. I'll write more later. And you can see that there are several pages of written. Uh, are they all as boring as that one? <laughs> on the off off the record, not all of the pages are. They're mostly like one paragraph. So <clears throat> it is at your leisure if you would like to read. But I think if you wanted to read it, it would be good for the podcast. <laughs> you want me to read all of them? If you want, here, Gorble. I don't. You can read this, right? I don't. I can't read that tiny handwriting. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know how how this Dame Eva was expecting to <laughs> right, yeah. get her through penmanship <laughs> tests. Spring day three. I decided to start putting the date in here so that I could look back years from now and laugh at how silly I probably am. The spring festival is fantastic. Even <laughs> though I didn't get a chance to get a new dress because mother had business to attend to in Ashenvale. I still had a wonderful time. Stupendous. Oh, I learned that word from my exams. It means really, really awesome. Oh, by the way, I passed my exams. And I may or may not have gotten an ice heart rose from Gatson. Do you remember Gatson? No. I'll have plenty more to say about him later. Oh, I got to sit lead this year at the Spring Maiden Parade. They let me throw Goodman Alder's taffy from my cart. I liked watching the other children rushing to grab it from the ground. It reminded me of feeding the fish in Count Eagle Fields Ponds and Dust Spire. This kid's been all over the fucking place. <laughs> I laughed so hard when Father waded in and the fish scattered. Except one brave fish swam up and ate food right out of Father's hand. It was a bright red fish with a big black stripe down its back. It was so unique compared to all the other boring brown and yellow ones. After that, Father told me I should try to live my life like that brave little fish, and ever since he has been calling me Fish with a twinkle in his eye. His accent makes it sound a bit silly, but I adore it all the same. I don't think it's the accent that made that sound silly. I really hope he's doing okay out there with all that war stuff. Mother says he'll be fine because he's with King Gustav X, and Gustav is considered a battle prodigy. He's also with one of the crown guard, Elkazel, Gentrus, the elven warrior that father called the first through the gate at some battle that I can't remember the name of. But mother still keeps a red candle lit on Ela's altar. Speaking of mother, I can hear Logar downstairs, so she must have returned. Good night. What does this shit mean? Ooh, it jumped a bit. Spring day 38. Mother has been quite ill, it seems. Ever since her return from Ashenvale, she has not been the same. I even requested that Cook made make her favorite dessert, Sunbury Souffle, but it made no difference. She spends all day in her chambers and doesn't even leave to come to dinner, so I've been breaking bread with Logar and Karsh. 
Hersha's always grumpy, so at least Logar loves to chat. Especially since Mother has taken ill, he's had lots of free time to play Seeking and Ghosts in the Garden. I wish Karsh would play instead of just standing like a statue. Oh well. Logar's just fine. Dinner's ready. Logar promised to tell me about his time serving in the Crown Guard. I hope he guarded a handsome prince. Good night. <sighs> Jesus. Sorry. Does anything interesting happen to this kid? It'll make sense. Summer Day 13. Oh, what a terrible day. I feel as though I might never know joy again. A letter arrived from the royal office. Father was killed. I can't stop crying. I never got to tell him how much he meant to me. Now he's gone. The letter indicated that he'd perish shielding Gustav from an ambush. The king was wounded, but will live. Father slew eight men by himself and carried the king and Elkazel's unconscious body six miles back to their fort before collapsing. The letter called Father a war hero. It didn't make me feel better at all. Mother was a ghost of herself. She read the letter and simply dropped it into the floor and went to her chambers. No matter how much I called to her, she would not unlock the door. I had to read the words myself. Cook asked me if I still wanted my special birthday dinner. She thought it might make me feel a little less glum, but I told her it would be okay, perhaps next year. I haven't left my room in hours. I don't know if I'll ever feel up to it again. Oh my god, it was her birthday? Why is this in my dad's room? Autumn Day 10. I'm sorry I haven't written in you in a while. Things have been mad around here. A dedication for father's memory was today, but mother did not leave her room. Instead, Karsh took me and I stood at the front of the large crowd while they talked about how brave and virtuous father was. It didn't help. I cried, but not loud, because I wanted to be a brave fish in front of the monument. Afterwards, several men calling themselves trustees swarmed about me, and I was frightened. One of them claimed my father owed him debts and grabbed hold of my wrist. Then Karsh was there. He grabbed the man by the throat and hurled him into the other men. Then he punched a second man in the face when he, too, tried to jump at me immediately afterward. Then Karsh stood in front of me and told the men that if they did not leave, he would draw a sword. The men ran. I was so scared. Karsh took me home and had quiet words with Logar. Then Logar took me into the garden and we played Cattle Master for over an hour. I asked him if he'd ever seen Karsh draw a sword. He just laughed and said, if I had, I wouldn't be here losing my tower to you. Mother still remains confined to her rooms. I asked Dame Alara if she is doing better. She smiled, but it looked forced and said that she believes she'll make a full recovery. I hope she's right. Autumn Day 45, Mother has died. Oh, shit. Autumn Day 50. The past few days have been a blur. So many of the servants and house staff have left. I begged them to stay, but Logar explained that they are no longer going to be paid and they need to find other work. He said they weren't leaving because they wanted to leave, but they had to. I asked if he was leaving. He was silent for a moment, his eyes shimmering. When he spoke again, his voice was broken and it made me cry. I must. Your mother is gone and there's little money that can be taken from the trust while the war rages. I ran oh, then God. to my room. I hate Logar so much. I hate him in stupid, silent Karsh and Cook and Damalera and most of all, I hate mother and father for leaving me. Logar is the only true friend I've ever had and if he's leaving me, I will die of loneliness. Day 60, I died of loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> Autumn day 55. I stayed in my room again today. The house is so quiet without servants. All who remain are Cook, one of the maids, and Karsh. Logar left yesterday. I did not say goodbye, but I watched from the window of my room. I'm still mad at him for abandoning me. Abandoning me. If I find him playing ghosts in the garden with some other noble son or daughter, I will pelt him with stones. 
Dame Eva keeps coming to the house every day trying to give me my lessons, but I have refused her. Doesn't she know my life is awful right now? I wish she'd just die and leave me be. I'm going to bed. Frost Day 21. <laughs> I'm so terrified. Yesterday, men broke into the house and set fire to it. They killed the maid, Cora. I saw her body on the floor, her red blood slowly creeping across a white marble. Marble. I'll never forget that image. Karsh grabbed me and we fled. I screamed and begged him to go back and kill them, but he stayed silent as we fled down the alleyways. Now we are at an inn. It's dirty and smells like the guards at the portcullis. Karsh told me I must pretend to be someone else for now. He won't tell me why. I hate him more than I've ever hated anyone, even more than the king. Frost Day 33. We are now on a boat south. Karsh called it a ship and corrected me, so I'm going to continue calling it a boat. I didn't have any quills to write with until today. A boy on the boat gave me one. He's an older boy and only agreed to give me the quill if I'd walk with him on the deck some night this week. He's quite plain looking and lowborn, but very funny. Perhaps I will walk with him. The boat is certainly big enough to go on quite a long walk. I'll just see if I, I can evade Karsh. <sighs> Frost Day 34. The boy was found beaten half to death in the cargo hold. He cannot talk at the moment, but the captain said he'd drop him off when we reached Red Harbor. Also, apparently he's not a boy at all. He's a man. I heard some of the crew talking about it. He'd been discovered hiding his real identity, and they were planning to throw him overboard. All the men on the ship avert their eyes now when I pass. Perhaps they think I'm a fool for being tricked into the man's prank. Frost Day 43. We've reached the Ikbara Sea and Red Harbor. Now we are traveling northwest. Karsh said, Karsh said it will still be at least a week on the Dragon Tail River before we reach Stilltide. We spend the afternoon in Red Harbor while the captain and his crew unloaded cargo and passengers. I've never been so far south before. Red Harbor is now not beautiful like the cities in the north, but is very structured with firm lines dividing the streets and buildings. It looks like it was built on a castle masterboard. The most impressive thing was the massive statue of King Leowulf Arngrim V on the island past the harbor. I also saw many soldiers in the streets, and Karsh told me about how his father was born there. It is hard to imagine Karsh having a father on be or being young ever, but I suppose it had to have happened at some point. I hope to come back here someday when I'm older and really explore such a bustling town. Jesus Christ, this kid is super <laughs> detailed. <laughs> uh, winter Day 1. We've arrived, we've arrived in a village called Moonreach. I suppose this is where we've been heading. Karsh wouldn't tell me. I can't believe my father's trust had enough money for this. Karsh told me on the boat that we'd not be able to go back to this house and likely wouldn't be able to go back to Deepminster for a long time. I'd asked him if those men were after me. He said no. They likely didn't know or care who lived there, but the house no longer belonged to my family. Karsh said we would need to choose new names for the time being, and that I'd tell people how he was my uncle. We'd also pretend to be from Rose Lake. That is fine by me. I love Rose Lake, and I know enough about it to convince anyone I was from there. I wish I'd gotten to spend my 12th birthday there, but Ela had different plans. I didn't have to think long before coming up with a name. I'm going to call myself Zara. It's the Mirren Lug word for fish. What the fuck? Karsh just shrugged when I told him. He says I have to call him Fennec now. Dude! What a silly and boring name. We are going to look at our new home. This village is small, but it's beautiful. What? Karsh, Fennec said, there's quite a variety of races here working together, so I'd have to be vigilant to not stomp on anyone's toes. 
Mogar always told me I was funny, and perhaps I can rely on that to help me win friends. I'll up, up, up oh, I'll update later once I get better acclaimed to this strange little place. That is my mom's fucking diary. So she was royalty. Or at least the daughter of a nobleman. But she said her dad had an accent, and she knows. The Mirenlug word. How long had your mom been living here? I don't know. She said she moved here as a little girl. As far as I knew, from Rose Lake. I don't... That's... Was there, like, an alliance between Mirenlug and Valebolin? Do we know the <clears throat> Can we Determine What kind of name Irmitage is uh, Irmitage Doesn't sound very Valdelinian uh, But it's hard to say Are you like Royalty Are you like A secret Bastard princess <laughs> Um, that would be cool, but once again, the orc part, I don't think so. We will cut to the outside. You guys have been watching Fennec very patiently. Thank Fennec, you. who is one of the crown guard, actually. It seems that way. You guys have watch, are watching him, and he's just kind of watching the shop, um, not saying anything. But suddenly you guys hear a rumble off in the distance, and you watch as the massive barrier over the town suddenly drops. And then you hear the shouting of many, many voices going to war inside the village of Moonreach. And that's where we're going to end for the night. <laughs> Just immediately going to war. <laughs> well, you said we would know what that means, but I don't know what that means at all. Do you know more about your past that you don't remember? Not about my mom's past. That's pretty fucked up. I think we're going to have to talk to Fennec. But yeah. Um, or Karsh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was the this session. I know it was very, very uh, plot oriented, but oh my Karsh, <laughs> five experience, sure. I was doing it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> this Fuck is just you. An <laughs> so originally, if you'll recall, after our very first session, this is Frost Day Twenty One. I was in our hotel room after our very first session. Do you Jesus remember Christ. me doing that? Writing this. Then. What? So, <laughs> just oh, a little, little tidbit of in info. So, I told you I had a lot of stuff planned. Some so. secret Gorgon plot development or how something. How fucking crazy are you constantly going with, like, 
oh my god, I have to tell somebody <laughs> this shit. I can't wait I, for them to like, fucking the get to this part. The reveal is on the podcast How now. frustrating like, us never getting close to any of your big reveal things are. If you don't, then that is just stuff that and happens. And I beg him and there all are, the time to tell me things. Or how frustrated doesn't. do you get like when somebody just finds the secret room and beheads the bad guy? <laughs> you know what? If if that's how it plays out, that surprises me. So that's what I get enjoyment from. So. The the more I thought about that, the more I was just like, that was ridiculous. I feel I feel like if somebody were to hear that, it sounds like we talked about it beforehand, and I was just like <laughs> cheating. <laughs> like, yep, I'm just gonna go invisible. I'm gonna go find the magic fucking door, and uh, I'm gonna go. I played this level before. Hip, yep, hip, 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 hip. I know exactly what to do here. But yeah, um, so let's award some experience points, guys. Um, very plot heavy episode. Oh man, fucking! I think everybody gets fucking gold star. Yeah, you guys are each gonna take two thousand one hundred experience points. That's the uh, general, just like session experience points. You're a general um, Seth. And what was that? <laughs> uh, for going in the room and or going in the shop and getting some plot devices, you too can have a hundred experience points. But more importantly. You guys who waited outside very patiently, you can have 150 experience points. Why? <laughs> For waiting patiently. And not, and not interrupting. That was good. It would have been really easy to just like do your own thing, but you guys were paying attention. Do I get bonus points for having to read all that shit, even though I bit my tongue earlier today and it hurt a lot? Um, yes, you Man, can have you like a bitch right now. You can have an extra two hundred experience. Points I'll bite your tongue like that, and then you can <laughs> see. Whoa! Don't threaten him with a good time. How much was it? Yeah, now you just sound like a randy bitch. <laughs> hey, you're a randy bitch, but you bite my tongue. I'm I so upset right, right now. Seth is off the podcast. I'm so upset <laughs> right now. I think uh, burn it. I'm gonna burn my house down. Gorble should get a little XP for role-playing her not being able to read that long <laughs> ass. Oh my god. 50 right. experience for the still... I don't know why the mystery you guys think that I cannot read. <laughs> the mystery continues. It's okay. The, the episode's point. over. The it's handwriting okay. was shitty and it was really small. <laughs> and it was dark in there. Now how much? And I haven't read anything in a month. My eyes are dry. <laughs> <laughs> how much did you say? What? 50. How much did you say? 50. Yep. How about Herstag for uh, following leads on his missing peeps? Yes, you can have uh, 100 for that. I do want to pursue that further. I think mm. Pinwin, too. Pinwin should get some for uh, brewing some, some yes. brewskis. 100 for that. Okay. Being muy persuasive. Yeah, all of us yeah. persuading yeah. Cork to be less of a pussy. Everyone take 100 for that. Anything else? Oh, that seems good. All right. Now it's time to move on to tonight's MVPC. So, wow. that Let's try that again. Let's edit that part out, and you guys have a little bit more excitement. You want, you want to do a little bit I more exciting? I was thought. We don't, we don't normally go, eh, when you say that. Don't you? You just move yeah, on. Normally, yeah, I just hear it in my head then. I, I feel like <laughs> All right, fine. Now, tonight for tonight's there. MVPC, please. Whoa! Ow! I regret it. <laughs> So what we do is the most valuable player character. Uh, what you're going to do is you're going to vote for who you think was the coolest or did the coolest shit or just had the best role playing. Whatever reason you believe they should win for tonight and you vote for them, we'll give them 500 experience points. Tomar is one. Herstag is two. Pinwin is three. Gorbel is four. And Willem is five. I'll give you five seconds to decide who you want to vote on. God and then I will count to three. 
All right, you ready? One, two, three, fingers up. All right, we've got two votes for Gorble, one vote for Willem, one vote for Tomar, and one vote for Herstag. Man, all over the place. Yeah, Tomar, why'd you vote for Herstag? I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> haven't voted for him in a while. <laughs> no, um, you're nodding. <laughs> I liked the, I liked him trying to search for his people, and I had forgotten that that Benna thing, and that they were there, mm-hmm. and that it may actually lead to some more more backstory from Herstag. So I liked that. Yeah, that was good. That was really good following up on those leads. Uh, Gorbel, why'd you vote for Tomar? I voted for Tomar pretty much for the same reason I almost always vote for Tomar, <laughs> is because he took a lot of initiative. He kind of kicked things off, kicked off some of the conversations, and got the ball rolling. Nice, yeah. Pinwin, why'd you vote for Willem? Well, like, as myself, I really wanted to vote, like, especially... Like tomorrow and Gorbo, because that role playing was super fun. But Penwin was like really psyched when we were arm in arm <laughs> and skipping. So <laughs> any anything for for friendship in um, love with all his friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's calling you, buddy? That's your phone. Um, oh, whoops. That's all right. Um, you just didn't seem to notice. <laughs> uh, Hersteg, why'd you vote for Gorbo? Um. Well, it wasn't her doing, but I really liked the whole revelation thing with mm-hmm. the diary. And then I really, really liked her role playing, possibly not being able to read. <laughs> I just love that. It gets him every time. Yeah. Mm. Perfect. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's just The mystery continues. Tickles me. <laughs> Willem, why'd you vote for Gorble? Uh, cause she wasn't putting up with Quirk's bullshit <laughs> and that inspired me to also not put up with Quirk's bullshit. <laughs> um, just kind of taking initiative in the tavern, mm-hmm. uh, kind of scooting everybody along for the most part, uh, keeping secret and swill going. And then, yeah, the, the piece de resistance was when she fucking couldn't fucking read <laughs> when she was like oh, allegedly I, allegedly I, I don't I don't I, you guys are making a lot of assumptions allegedly <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Um, <laughs> alright so uh, that's good I think that means that tonight's MVPC is Gorble the adorable ice tower take <laughs> 500 experience and stop whatever that was <laughs> nah nah you do you uh but yeah, that's it for uh, tonight's session, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, you listeners. You listening listeners, you. Um, we love and appreciate you. Adrian Von Ziegler with the background music. Chad Piper with our intro song. Please donate to our Patreon. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, we're killing it in the meme, meme game right now, guys. You better check it out. You better get on board before we, you know, get our threshold. Because I think it, I think that's how it works, right? You can only accept so many people as friends on Instagram or followers. I don't know how it works, but I just know that we're good at it. Um, so anyway, yeah, keep uh, liking our stuff. Please, um, please, please, please keep reviewing us. And, um, oh, yeah. If you're going to be at Gen Con here, August 1st through the 4th in Indianapolis, we will be there. Come say hi. Uh, come give us gifts. We also have something really special and cool planned out 
for when we go. That is true. We've got an extra special surprise, but you guys are just going to have to wait and see. Hopefully that builds enough suspense, suspension, suspense and tension. Uh, but yeah, we've got a we've got well, a nice want to tell them. Don't do it. You made it a thing. Now I'm going to say it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Shut your mouth. Don't. Shut your mouth. Michaela's a man. <laughs> Shut your mouth. It's Gen Con. Man, Kayla. <laughs> there, Gen now we've, we've revealed a secret, so you can keep that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, listen more, like us more, review us more, and come check us out at Gen Con. But otherwise, keep your ear holes primed and open for this extra special stuff that we're planning on releasing here in the very short future. I Someday know. you're going to know how to end these. Yeah, it's I know. I'm just like throwing more things in there. Whatever. More voice time for me. Chad Piper doing the intro. Like you just go back to it again. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me, guys. Uh, this is Seth, your host and DM, and thank you for listening to the D20 Syndicate podcast, where we go on adventures so you do not have to. Good morrow. Fabulous. You know what was in my head? The devil. Hi, Satan. You're all I ever wanted. Yeah. All I ever needed. Yeah. Do you remember what happened in the last episode? Okay, I forgot I was doing that. If gum makes your teeth hurt, go to a dentist. You need that Sensodyne toothpaste. Yeah. Sensodyne should make gum. Ooh. Get on that, get on that, get on that. My, Do you guys think there's dad. anybody out there named Banaka? Yes. Oh, there's for sure. Anyone I feel like there's like 10 anything. Italian people Is named that the name of your next oh, character? Yeah. No, but I was thinking about it at work today. I was thinking about Banaka oh. mouth spray, and then I was thinking about if anybody named their child Banaka. For sure. Or Banacula. <laughs> Dig through the ditches and spray all these bitches and slam in the back of my binocular. I was thinking like binocular. Yeah, yeah. I get you. You think someone, named their, you think someone named their zombie. kid Tarantula? That's a dope or name. Spider Face. <laughs> hey, Tarantula, get over here. <laughs> yes, <like>. mommy. <laughs> Mama, pick up your fuck. Sorry, you with a fly swat. Where there are four pairs of shoes laying around all the time. It's like get for outsourcing my adoption. And they're all Stacy Adams shoes. Are way expensive. Cause somebody needed them for Christmas. But we go to shoe carnival. They're half off. So how about that uh, previously on? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. No, let's draw this out another like eighteen minutes. Yeah. No. <laughs> This is what the people really come for, Billy. Yeah, it's true. So this is my crib. It's where the magic happens. This is my road rules. <laughs> yeah, you're in the foyer. Can we do the crib edition of all our houses? <laughs> this is the kitchen. <laughs> this is where the magic room. happens. <laughs> this is the basement. This is where the magic happens. <laughs> Magic's <laughs> happening all over the place because I'm a druid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look out. No sex, though. There's a lot of magic right there. <laughs> this is my hut. This is my treasure chest in my hut. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I made it a day ago. Now get to frickin'. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Elijah. 
Excuse Before me. we start, whose wires are these? Your mother's. Did we need them? Here, let me see that. Yeah, this is that's for the best. <laughs> what if it were? Ah! <laughs> no, 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 no! <laughs> I will grant you one way. <laughs> it's me, your father. <laughs> what did just happen? Don't worry about it. It's, okay, it's, it's art crawl. It's going to happen again. <laughs> it was it's weird. Art crawl. Are you guys fighting? <laughs> yes. Was Should we solve this on the show? We're loving. <laughs> Did you try to hit me? <laughs> and or hit. really bad. Or hit. <laughs> tried to love you. you. <laughs> All right. I fucking love you. <laughs> you guys don't like to be spontaneous? I, I that's do. the thing I like the least in life. Mm-hmm. I like a good plan. <laughs> Spontaneity. 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 He's always been like that, though. And he's always been pissing me off about <laughs> the it. The whole friendship. <laughs> Our whole friendship. I'm like, God damn it. Why? Yeah. Just I like it. Life's an fun adventure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for liking me. For one of me. these days. Unlike tomorrow. One of these days That's why we you guys are going to be like, why did we plan for this? And then, <laughs> Oh, no, we've had plenty of moments like that. But then, you know what? <laughs> what? You know what we say? Fuck, Fuck it. it. Yeah. Adventure. <laughs> yeah, adventure. Yeah. That's it. Fuck the lemons and bail. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think I'm both spontaneous and not spontaneous. See, I don't even consider myself very spontaneous. <laughs> non No, I couldn't say it. Nontaneous? Is that what you said? Yeah. Nice. John Stamos? <laughs> John Stamius. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's... Anus. That's the too far part. <laughs> Move it along. Stop talking trash about Stamos. So you need to... I feel like Lindsay's going to want to be the the star... I feel like she's going to want the whole the band to really be taken seriously and not just be followed by teenage girls. She's gonna have. She wants LSD. to go solo. She's gonna have lead singer she's gonna disorder. Be the JT. What are you guys talking about? If uh, our new campaign. Group, we're no. we're you, making Seth up. Gonna a, be the JT though. He's not invited. <laughs> he's gonna DM <laughs> this. He's the manager. manager. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> he's the Aiden Gillen slash. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Madsen. So it's not a dungeon master, name? it's a dungeon manager. Manager, yes. <laughs> oh, manage this dungeon. Oh, fuck. Are we creating a new role-playing game <laughs> where we're just a pop It writes band? itself, really. Yeah. It just does. Just a bunch of bards. I would, I'd I also that. think that would be, be such so a fun. fun campaign to play where everyone is a bard. I would be mm-hmm. willing to do that as a one-shot. So I don't think I could do a whole campaign of it. You don't know what you could do. I don't know what I could do, but I know what I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm capable of, but I know what I want to do. (laughs) That's one of the taboo, like, DMs won't allow everyone to be bards. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it can be so chaotic. But I would, like I said, I'd definitely do a one shot. Chaos is fun. And if it turned Mm -hmm. into... There's a whole company based on chaos. (laughs) I heard about them. From who? I don't know. I hear things. Have you been listening in? (laughs) (laughs) No. Wait, where are your handcuffs again? <laughs> get all get over. I try to run away, but my headphones are still on. <laughs> you do the run away and then kick up yeah, thing. And then you guys slowly pull me back. <laughs> click, click. All right, let's get settled back in here. <laughs> uh, um, now that Seth is shackled again. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, it's cool. It's fun. I'm definitely handcuffed. How was your bathroom break? <laughs> um... 
Oh. Any blood this time? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Michaela. Whoa. <laughs> that was between me and my medical professional <laughs> and God. Seth is not a licensed medical professional. How many times do we have to tell you this? No, we play doctor all the time. He's also not your financial advisor. But it's like chiropractic. So I just... <laughs> <laughs> You're just putting and then I charge her way too much on your balls. And like, hear it, hear it. You can oh. hear my heartbeat. Now it's time for acupuncture. You're just putting T pins, <laughs> just thumbtacks. Time to swab you for strep, and then tetanus. you literally swab her for strep. It's like, <laughs> the one training I have. I'm sorry right. if I had to teach you baseball. <laughs> But only at a first grade level. Beyond that, I just have to stay one lesson ahead of you guys. 